good, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to Vera's radio show, where you will always hear some hot topic discussions, relevant conversations, and it always ends up with a lot of laughter. But today I'm going to come to you and I'm going to talk about something that we all need to do. And I believe that uh, we need to work on ourselves. Uh, The topic today is called extreme makeover. What is extreme? Extreme is to do something to the highest degree. It is to make a conscious decision to make a change. Uh, I'll give you a little, I'll paint you a picture because I love to paint pictures. Is that all right? All right. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. Y'all know how I be. Renovating a home. Think about renovating a house. Uh, The outside of it can look really good, but when you go inside, it may need to be gutted out. It may need to have some new walls put in. There may need to have uh, plumbing being, you know, taken care of, some new replacements of some windows. Even the roof may need to be replaced. And that's what goes on on the inside of a believer as well. We need to do a renovation, an extreme renovation. Uh, I'm reminded of a scripture in the Old Testament uh, that reminds me of new things. And we all know it. We all know it. For those believers out there, Isaiah 43 uh, verses 18 and 19, the Bible talks about forgetting the former things and talks about going on. He says, behold, I will do a new thing. And that's what I want to talk about. I want to park right there in uh, forgetting the former things. Some of the things that stops us from moving forward in the extreme makeover is staying in the place that we've always been, allowing our mind to stay stuck in the same area where we've had struggles. We've had some hurts. We've had some some really hurtful things happen. We've even been depressed. Uh, whatever it is, whatever your struggle is, whatever your uh, your appetite, I would say that will whet your appetite. We tend to stay right there in that place. And right now, I believe that God is really telling us, listen, I don't want to just for you to go on a fast. I don't want you to just go on a fast and pray and tell everybody that you went on a fast and you prayed. But we need to make a conscious decision to make a choice to not continue or go back to what we were doing before. We need to make a conscious decision to say, listen, I'm making a choice that I'm not going to allow my mind to go back to the place where I'm always uh, addicted to my story. I've told this story uh, once or twice or maybe a thousand times over, but I think it needs to be reiterated today. When we go through struggles in life, some people, they get off on staying in that place and they justify why they haven't made strides in life. They justify why they haven't moved forward in their life because of what they went through. Uh, Some may say, well, you don't know my childhood. I was beaten as a child. I was molested. You don't know my story. Uh, I grew up not having anything. And so this is my crutch. But see, that's what we call self-justification. It really is just a defense mechanism that uh, gives you the right or you feel like you have the privilege to have this bad behavior of staying stuck on stupid if you will okay for lack of a better word but we need to today i am going to challenge you the words that i speak i want it to be thought-provoking and shift you to a change that's what my conversations are about not to make you hoop and holler and shout but they're thought-provoking and so because people get off on their story they stay stuck in neutral and what my job, I believe, today is to get you out of neutral and to get you in the driver's seat. 
we all have a story. We all have a past. Okay, yada, yada, yada. We can go on and we can tell our story. You don't know. You don't know my story. Come on, we can start singing. You don't know the pain that I've been through. I'm going to tell you. I don't want to hear it no more. I'm quite sure nobody wants to hear our rants. I'm just keeping it real. I remember a time in my life, I used to, I think I rehearsed my story so many times, it got on my nerves until I had to make a choice, a conscious decision to say, I think I'll park this right here. I think what I'll do is I'll get me a shovel and I'll dig a hole and I'm going to bury every self-doubt, everything that I'm thinking that's negative. I think I'll bury it right here because I need to move on. You can't go forward being in a place just stuck where you feel like you're playing the victim. Now, some may say, well, you really don't have any idea of how uh, bad the situation was. Well, I put it like this. If you are a new creature, old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So if things are new in your life, it's time for you to get a new vision. You see, the Bible tells us in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 10, it says, where the, there is no vision, the people perish. I believe that when you don't have a vision for where you're going, you continue to be distracted by where you've been. So today, I want you to think about all the things that you have brought on over into 2021, because we always, I've heard them say the little mantra is a new year, a new year, a new year, a new you. But I beg to differ. I believe that that's a, a just a cliche that some of us, we hold on to, but we're still having those struggles from last year. We're still having the anxiety. We're still having the things that we held on to from last year. We have brought them over to this year. And so it's time to do a renovation. It's time to gut the house out. Take down all of the shingles and everything that needs to be taken up. The floorboards, anything, anyone that knows about building a home. See, I've just had a house built, but building a home, it's 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 really, really a whole lot of work done to it. I mean, you got to deal with the foundation. You have to lay the foundation and you can't just put something on it right away. You got to let it sit. It has to be inspected. There's so much to it, but you have to make a choice to allow God to renovate you from the inside out. I was telling someone the other day because I had the opportunity of speaking, uh, at uh at this wonderful wonderful event via zoom and i realized that everybody's struggle is different and the stories are different but one thing we have in common and that's a choice to stay there or not that is the the choices that we make to continue to go down the same road or to say i want to do something different in this season i want to say to myself that everybody knows that i'm stuck except for me i'm the only one that's lying to myself sometimes we can buy into our own story i don't know anybody out there that can raise their hands or say "Mm -hmm, i know that's right sister yeah you better go go ahead and tell it we can sometimes buy into our stories that we'll never overcome or that it will always be like this or that it's going to take a long time, or that the finances are so bad you don't know how you're going to come back from that, or whatever the case may be. I'm going to tell you a little story. Several years ago, everybody knows I I like to share a lot of times the things that may have rocked my world, but it's just like uh, Muhammad Ali. He may have gotten knocked down, but he always got back up. And so 
going through process in life and things may knock you down, but you don't have to stay there. And even when you get knocked down and you think no one has seen you get knocked down and, uh, you know, you try to say to yourself, are you all right? You know, have you seen a boxer when he's gotten knocked down, the wind got knocked out of him, he laying down there and then the referee comes and say, you all right, you all right. And all you see is like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. But the, the referee, no, you're not good because you're wobbling, you're bobbing and you're weaving. And he makes the decision whether you need to sit your tail down and that the, the fight is over or that you still have some fight in you. Well, I want you to know that today you still have some fight in you, but you have to allow God to do some renovating on the inside of you. You have to allow God to tear down the walls. You have to allow God to uh, broaden some of the space. Sometimes in a renovation, there could be a room that's so small that they feel like maybe I'll knock down a wall to expand right? To expand this room, to make it bigger. And some of us, our mindsets are so small that sometimes we think that it's okay to stay in that funk, but you may need to knock down that wall. You may need to expand some things. And so let me digress a little bit and, and stay on that part where uh, sometimes the referee will know that you're not all right, but you pretend that you are right. And, and I can recall a time or two in my life when people have asked me, are you all right? And we'll, we'll paint the picture because women, we can put on a nice wig or weave and we can put our lashes on and some nice little lipstick that's popping and put on a cute little dress or a cute little outfit and dress up the outside. But how many of you know that the inner man is still having a struggle? The inner man is still going through some, some conversations. Have you ever been into a place in your life where you continue to gravitate to playing over a a, a a vision or something in your mind over and over again you could be having a good day but some negativity will always continue to haunt you like something that you've done or you know that you can't let go it continues to haunt you and you have these negative conversations that will just continue to haunt you down you can have a good day you can get by yourself and here comes that thought but now the Bible lets us know that we're supposed to cast down these things. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, it states, Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. We have, come, have to come to the place where we have to cast down those things that try to keep us bound. And let me tell you a, sh a story that I heard the other day. I was watching this uh talk show and Buster Rhymes uh happened to be on this show and I don't know how many of you know Buster Rhymes he's a very famous rapper and um his real name is Trevor George and he was sharing with the host how uh he had gotten so big uh as far as in his weight that uh he was hiding behind pain of losing his father he was very depressed and he hid behind the, the, the drinking and the, uh, the smoking and eating, overeating. And he had just became a hot mess. And to top it off, he had sleep apnea. And so everyone knew that he wasn't good. Everyone knew that there was an issue with him, but he was always denying it. Does it sound like some of us today? People around us know when we're not good or we we're not on our A game, but we try to hide it and cover it up with a smile or maybe a joke, 
You see, I enjoy laughter. That's that laughter is like medicine. That's in the word. And I enjoy laughing. But sometimes I believe a lot of people laugh and they try to hide behind what's really there. And so Buster Rhyme goes on to tell the story that he had um, went on set because he was filming this, uh, I guess, new video. And what happened was he had became so out of shape and so obese that in one of the scenes, they actually had to uh, duct tape his stomach so that he could get into the outfit that they had for him to wear. And he said that he had never shared that story with anyone but the, um, the talk show host at that time. And so the talk show host looked at him and with tears in her eyes, and he was even crying. And what he shared was he had been harboring all of the hurt and the, uh, the struggles he was having because of the loss of his loved one. Now, everyone else on the outside could see that he had an issue, except he was not admitting it to himself. And that's like some of us. We won't allow God into those areas where we know he already knows. He already knows there's an issue, but we have to give it to him. We have to allow God to come in and renovate us in the area where it needs to be. And so Buster Rhyme, he goes on and he shares his breaking point. And his breaking point was one day he was on his way, I believe, to an award ceremony. And he said him and his son was in the uh, limousine. While they're riding in the limousine, I believe Buster Rhymes had fell asleep because, as I said, he had sleep apnea. And he was asleep, but he had, uh, it was like he paused while he was sleeping to the point where his son thought that he was dead. So he, his, his son shook him and was like, Dad, are you okay? But it scared him. His son was very concerned and his son voiced his concern to his dad. And he said that's what woke him up. That's what made him come to the place where he needed to make a change in his life. Well, I believe that in this year, we're only on the 19th day in the first month. It's time that I believe God is shaking us. He is waking us up out of a stupor. Some of us, we've lost our drive. We've lost our vision. Uh, some of us believe that we've lost our destiny. But I believe that you still have a destiny as long as you have breath in your body. As long as you're still here, God has a plan and a purpose for all of our lives. But it's up to us to tap into that area. It's up to us to realize that the enemy has a plan for our lives too. The enemy has a plan to steal, kill, and to destroy. He has a plan to uh, make you feel discouraged about anything that you know that you were called to do. He has a plan to make you get so distracted that you forget what page am I on? What am I doing? What's going on? He has a plan for us to just, just shut up the gates and just keep on moving. He has a plan that he wants us to just walk away from our destiny and who we are. And that's another thing. There are times in your life where you have to question yourself and say, do I really know who I am? Do I really know what I bring to the table? Do I really know my purpose in my life? And if you don't, then that's another place and another time for us to pray. For us to pray and understand that it's all right to tell Abba Father, to tell Daddy that, listen, God, I don't know what my destiny is, but I'm, I'm Lord, show me. Lord, continue to open up my eyes so that I can know the hope of my calling, Lord. Open up my ears so I can hear you clearer. And I, and I know that in this season right now that, 
it's confirmation for a lot of people because a lot of us are in prayer time and we are fasting, but fasting and praying for, for no reason or fasting and praying because it's a fad, it's then just done for naught because you're still not walking in an extreme makeover. You're still not moving and shaking like you really know who you are. It can be uh, what they call it, like a quick fix just for a season. Some people fast just to lose weight. Some people do it just because it's a ritual. This is what the church does every year. But I want to challenge you that it's more than that. I want to challenge you, like the battlefield of the mind, as Joyce Meyer stated, you know, we are making choices right now. And I pray that your choice is to let God renovate you from the inside out. I'll give you a little quick story. Something uh, that that actually could have took me another way this morning or even last night for that matter in terms of how I presented it or how I internalized it. I decided to do something different this season. I said, no, I could go negative. I could have some, some really uh, negative thoughts about the situation. But what I decided to do was I decided to pray and say, I'm doing things different in this season. You know, God is the author and the finisher of my faith, but he does give me a freedom of will. And I choose not to be negative about this situation. I choose to speak life and not death in my situation. I may not be able to control what goes on on the external, but I can definitely control how I internalize it. So that's where I knew that I made a choice. I made a stand to not allow the enemy to take me back to where I used to be and how I used to think. I had to move away mentally. I had to make a decision. So I'm asking you today, are you going to make the right decision to change your life in this season? To not allow even family, friends, uh, people that you know from, from way back when. You may have to shift who you're around. There is something special and something that takes off phenomenal when you get around people who think higher than you or have a different outlook on life. If you stay around people, T.D. Jake said it best. If you hang around everybody and you're the smartest one in your group, then you need to move from that group because we all need to be challenged. And that's something else that we don't like. I mean, I didn't like it either. It's being challenged to uh, step up to the plate, to expand your understanding, to expand your mindset. It takes courage to say, I don't know everything, right? Some men and women, because we are an adult, right? Because we are maybe in our 40s and our 50s, we believe that we have arrived. We believe that we have the answers. But I beg to differ. I believe that we should be always in a learning stage in our lives. We can always learn something. I've seen people uh, who have been in their 60s and their 70s go back to college or get involved in different things because they made a conscious decision to change their lives. And so that's what I wanted to talk about today. The fact of the matter is extreme maker over means that you have to be willing, right, to open the door and allow change to come. I'm in that place and I'm in that space. I'm in that domain. I'm walking in that line right now. I'm allowing God to shift some things, to strip some things. Uh, what I thought I knew, understanding that it might not have been the right decisions or understanding that I need to seek more wise counsel. I need to seek more education or I need to seek uh, certain things concerning different matters. And so sometimes people start off with a bad start, so they say in life. But I tell you this, I said this the other day to another audience that I was speaking to. 
if a person say they've been dealt a bad hand. I believe that if you take two people who have been dealt that same hand, both parties are going to do something different. One person will make an excuse for why they can't make it, and the other one will find a way to solve the problem. And so today, what is your excuse? What is your what is your your challenge? I want you to think about that today. Stay tuned. I'll be right back with Vera's radio show. Welcome back to Vera's radio show where you're going to hear a lot of good, relevant conversation. Oh, it always is raw. And you know, we're going to laugh a little bit too. Thank you for tuning in today. Well, listen, we're going to get right back into it. This is uh, the second part of talking about an extreme makeover. And in this part of it all, I've talked a lot in the first part of it, but now I'm going to give you some practical principles on how you walk through the place of an extreme makeover. Extreme makeover. Oh, you're like extreme makeover. What? Okay. Extreme makeover. What am I supposed to do? Well, how you walk through extreme makeover. The first thing I want you to know is you have to release the past. I think that's what I've been talking about this whole time. Releasing the past. You cannot go forward being in neutral. It's just not possible. I had to re- I had to realize that myself. Listen, there was something that happened in my life back in the day. And I mean, I tell you, I wanted to throw paws. I wanted to throw holy hands in the worst way. But the Lord said, Vera, don't do it. Don't do it, girl. You don't look good in an orange jumpsuit. Even though I would have blinged it out, I would have put some bling on it, but I know I don't look good in that. So I had to let it go. I had to I had to do it TD what's his name? Not TD Jakes, but I was going to say Teddy Pendergrass. He said I think I better let it go cuz it looks like another love TKO. <laughs> I had to let it go before I let go of my hands, you know, and it would have landed in a place that probably would have caused me to be in a lot of trouble. So I'm just saying to you today, we got to release some stuff. We have to allow ourselves to move forward. We have to do what the Bible says. Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. It talks about, you know, renewing your mind. It talks about moving forward. It says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your what? Of your mind. You have to renew it. And I thought about that thing. I said, wait a minute. The scripture says to renew your mind. So in the beginning of renew, it has the R-E. So that means we got to keep doing it. Just because you did it one time doesn't mean that you don't have to do it again. Now, some of you may say, well, I I, I forgave that person. I moved on. And listen, I'm not going to visit it anymore. I already forgave them. And they're not talking to me. Look, hmm, I don't want to be bothered with them. Just by your attitude or just by the, the way that a person can say that, still lets me know that you're harboring something. How do I know that? Because I used to be that person. I used to be that chick. I would say, oh, I forgave that person, but I would be so upset in my inner man. I I mean, you could say the name and it felt like from my toes all the way up to my head, it was just beginning to get hot, get heated. I, I could feel my temperature rising. I could feel the anger trying to overtake me until one day I understood that what you're doing, it's not healthy. It's not healthy for you because they have moved on. They have gone on, baby girl, and they are living their best life while you're sitting here holding on to something that it's just not even worth it anymore. It's time to release it. You have to release 
to pass. Because if you don't, it'll eat you alive. If you don't, it'll cause stress. If you don't, some people end up with uh, a lot of heartburn and they have ulcers. And it's been noted that some of these illnesses is tied to stress and our eating habits. So many things that I could say. But at the end of the day, it all really comes down to renovating the inner man by making a choice not to live in the past. And we have to refuse uh, to stay there. We have to get rid of some things. We have to remove some people out of our lives if it means removing people out of our lives. Even though you remove the person out of your life, meaning that you made a conscious decision not to really hang out with that person, then you're still going to be okay because... In your inner man, if you made a choice to forgive them, then that's a good thing. If you made a, cho a choice to move on, then that's the blessing in itself. You know, because all things do work together for our good. Everything that happened is a lesson for you to know how to handle things and how to maneuver moving forward in your life. Everything that has happened in your life, it has a purpose and it has a plan. You see, right now, you actually have a blank canvas. When you allow yourself to let everything go and start off with a clean slate, you have given yourself an opportunity to make some new memories. You know, I said that to a person who uh, had lost a loved one. And I also said that to someone who had lost their job. And there's a lot of people out there right now who are going around saying, well, I don't know what I'm going to do because of the COVID. I've lost my job or I'm displaced and I don't, I don't have a place to live. Now I got to go couch surfing or whatever the situation is. But I want to say that everything does work together for the good. And I'm telling you, it is going to work out because why? Everything is working together for the good. And you're going to use it to help somebody else. I've learned that as well. Everything that you go through, it's not about you. It's not about you. I know you think, come on, I know you think that you are awesome. You have all this awesomeness. You have all this awesome sauce on your life. But it really is not about just you or myself. It's about all of us. Each one, teach one. Everything that we've gone through and will go through in life, it's just to share our story with someone else. It's just to allow our testimony to encourage somebody else that they can make it. It's just another opportunity to be a mentor to someone I recall some times in my life where I felt like, well, it's been so much going on that, nope, I'm not going to help anybody. I'm just going to fold up. I'm just going to pull down the shades and I I'm just going to stay in the stinking thinking. But you have a choice. You know, Joyce Meyer said it best. You can't be powerful and pitiful at the same time. You have to make a decision. So which one will you choose today? That's the question. And when I got up, I had to make a decision today to choose to be powerful, to say something has to break, something has to shift. I can't allow what was to continue to control my life. I can't allow what was to overtake where I'm going. I can't allow my stinking thinking to put me in a place where now I'm procrastinating about moving forward. No, something has to break. You know, there's a song out by Kiara Shear that she could feel it, that something has to break. I believe and I feel something is breaking in your life that you desire change in this time of fasting and praying. I truly believe that we all, some of us who has let go of the wheel, 
let go of the wheel, you can't drive this bus. You can't drive it. You got to let go of the wheel. And you got to allow God to handle that thing. You see, the Bible tells us that vengeance is mine, thus saith the Lord. So everybody that did you wrong or you did wrong and all that stuff, you have to allow God to handle it, to take your hands off of the wheel and allow God to do the work because something has to break in your life. It had, let me tell you, the Bible talks about wine being put into old wine skins. I've heard it said that if you put new wine in old wine skins, according to the Old Testament, the days of old, it will burst the vessel. So you need to have new wine skin to put the new wine in. So you have to show up as a different person in this season. Let me paint you a picture. Have you ever gone by uh, an apartment building and it may say on the building, it's under new management? That's like what God is doing with us. Under new management, it's the same building. They changed the name of the building. It used to be uh, the Regency, right? But now it's the, the five-star you know, the five-star apartment. It's under new management. People may look at you or look at me as, oh, you're just the same person that you used to be. You're the same person that used to do X, Y, and Z. But the truth of the matter is the outward shell looks the same, but there's been, uh, it's under new management. There's been a renovation that's taking place on the inside of us, on the inside of me. And so something has to break when you make a decision to let go of your past. You are breaking change. You're breaking free from things that kept you bound. You're breaking the strongholds of the past. You're breaking your stinking thinking. You're breaking generational curses because now, because you made a decision to walk in a different way, to talk in a different way, to be a different way. Now your siblings or your children are watching what you're doing and they're saying, wow, I see something different. In order to have something different, come on, this is, it's corny, but it's, it's old, but y'all know where I'm going. If you want something different, you have to do something different. If you want to see a manifestation in a way that you've never seen it before, then you have to come up. You have to come up. You have to level up. I heard it said the other day, you have to level up. Where are you leveling up in your life? You have to level up in your thinking. You have to level up in where you think that you're going. You have to level up in your perspective of life. You have to level up. You know, when it's time to move, sometimes you have to throw some stuff out. I talk about that all the time. You have to throw some stuff out. You have to be willing to let go of something in order to get something new. Ladies, always, we want something new. We want some new shoes. We want some new pocketbooks. Y'all see all the pocketbooks in the back? I mean, you have to. Be willing to let something go in order to get something new in your hand. I used to tell my son, a closed fist, nothing can come in it. Can't get anything new. You can't, money can't, if your hand is, if your fist is closed, the money can't get in your hand. You have to have an open, open up, open up your heart. Allow God to do something new. You've been hurt. Okay, so what? All right, so let God heal your heart, right? Okay, somebody wronged you. All right, so what? 
what what you gonna do about it? It's been 15 years and you still mad about Uncle Junebug who stole your bike off the front porch. You'll never forgive him because that was your favorite bike. Okay, when you gonna let it go? When you gonna release that past? When you going to allow God to take all that happened and, and, and put it in a bowl, you know, and mix it all up and make something good for you? When are you going to allow yourself to be free? And that's another thing. Don't you wanna walk in freedom? When you can allow yourself to let go of things, you walk in a place of freedom. You see, uh, before the short break, I was talking about a story about Buster Rhymes and how uh, he had an aha moment after losing his dad and how he became depressed and obese. He was smoking. He was drinking. He was living a reckless life and he had a change manifest in his life. And the thing that he said to the talk show host was, he feels good that he no longer has to lie. He feels good that he no longer has to hide behind all of the things that was his crutches. So what's your crutch today? What, what are the things that are, are keeping you from walking in freedom in the first month in the new year? Do you still have... Uh, something weighting you down from last year that you should just let go do you have an anchor on your on your on your leg holding you and tying you down from moving forward what is it you know what it is your mind probably shifted right to that place as a matter of fact when you got up this morning you probably thought about it from the time that your feet hit the floor don't you think that it's time to let God do an extreme makeover on the inside of you, starting with your mind? Because where the mind goes, the body follows. Where the mind goes, the body follows. Starting a business or going back to school, getting rid of all the reasons why you can't do something. It's all about a mindset. It's all about a shift in your perspective of life. And then I'm going to leave you with this last thought. I'm going to leave you with the last part of me unpacking the message for today. When you're doing an extreme makeover, it's also time for you to get a new blueprint. You see, when renovations are taking place, they sit down first and they they draw up a blueprint on what it's going to look like, how wide the rooms are going to be, uh, how the kitchen is going to look, right? What colors you're going to pick. All of those things are done when you're doing a blueprint. Now, everybody's in this place where they're doing vision boards, vision boards. Everybody's talking about a vision board. But I myself, I, I always call them blueprints because a vision board is just when you put a lot of pictures on a poster board or in a photo album, and you can look at them and smile and say, I want this, or I want that, and I wanted this color, I want the house, I want this type of car. But a blueprint tells you how you're going to get there. It gives you a stamp like, okay, what's the measurements? How long is it going to take you? What's the goal? It could be a three months, a six months, a 12 months. All of those things are mapped out in a blueprint. So yes, it's a vision board to some, but for me, I call it a blueprint. And in the blueprint, 
You can do whatever you want. You can put whatever you want. But in this season, you need a vision. You need a vision of how you're going to get there. You need a vision of how you're going to stay free. I made a conscious decision that I'm not going to allow my past to haunt me. I made a decision that I was going to do the eulogy and let it go and never go and revisit it again. I've spoke to uh, several people who have lost loved ones. I'm quite sure we've all uh, lost a loved one uh, throughout our families um, or close friends and coworkers. There's death is always around us. And there are some people who go back and they go to the grave site and they talk to their loved ones. Sometimes they even take balloons. Sometimes they sit there and people have had little picnics and things of that nature. But I want to say to some of you today that for some, going to the gravesite or going to have a picnic or taking balloons is the last thing they want to do because what it does, it invokes all of the memories of the hurt and the pain. And for me, I'm only speaking for me. Uh, I am no uh, licensed psychologist or therapist, but I believe that it's time for the, the dead to bury the dead. What I mean is where your mind was stuck, it's time to let it go. It's time not to revisit those places because what it does, it invokes all of the negative emotions, the pain that was attached to that thing. And so I believe that it's time to say, I can't go back there anymore. I can't bring flowers and balloons to a dead situation. That I choose to step forward and to keep moving forward. That I choose to continue to go in a direction where there is joy, where things are flourishing, where businesses are popping where the job is on point, where your finances is beginning to really even just get bigger and bigger, make a decision to let the dead bury the dead. You see, they talk about crabs in the barrel, you know, getting with those birds of a feather, they flock together. If you've moved on and your mindset is not the way it used to be, it's time for you to allow yourself to start this new year off in freedom. And part of freedom is letting dead things die, just bury them and never go back to them again. I hope I invoked some, some thought in you today to make you change your perspective about extreme makeovers because it's time. No more talking about it, right? It's time to really put action to it. People motivate you. That's just cheering you on. But someone who can transform your life means that you have shifted the perimeter and the trajectory of your mindset. And this is what I wanted this conversation to do today. And so I hope that it touched you in such a way that you'll tune in another time to check out Vera's radio show where it's real conversations, real relevant. And oh my goodness, you're sure enough going to laugh. So what I want you to do today is start this new year off walking in freedom with an extreme makeover. Oh, 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 oh,